This is the Podcast Derby, a Blacklist podcast for this week's episode of the Ethicist. Eth- 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 <laughs> <laughs> Number 91. Is, you practiced that I practiced a couple it. of times. I'm Brian. He's before. Dave. Yeah, before we hit record, I was practicing it, and he was listening to me practice it and said, yep, that's right. And I'm like, I'm going to trip over this. Uh, they never said it in the show, so I'm assuming I'm reading that right. The Ethicist. Number 91. <laughs> this is the quality content you subscribe to and we are happy to provide it to you every week oh my goodness (laughs) thank you for joining us if you uh watch this on the friday night god you know i think i think i talked last week about what an episode that felt fast and you said last week's kind of dragged on for you i I felt this one moved right along i was kind of happy with the pacing of this episode what'd you think it was it was i i kind of went Okay, I'm ready for this to be done now. Oh, look, it's 8:50. Uh, I'm in Central Time, so okay, we're good. It, you know, it, it was I was it it felt okay. Yeah, I mean, I looked at 9:30, the 9:30 break, and I'm like, okay, we're moving along. And then then all of a sudden, I'm like, I know we only have two more commercial breaks to go, so it was moving along well. It was uh, you know, this trial. I, I'm starting to worry that this trial is going to drag on for a while. Uh, where we were just talking last week that they won't kind of leave us stuck in it for the whole season but i'm starting to worry we're going to be here a while because we're going through red play in the various trial motion game where he uh goes ahead and has himself uh tested us uh, evaluated to be competent to stand trial well played motion uh another applause for our uh judge roberta wilkins i decided to write down her name this time because I talked about how much I love that character. And, uh, you know, she's just like, I mean, he's right. I got to let him do it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, you know, he, he's, he's well-versed. And it was, you know, a- another line later on that, you know, maybe another clue. We'll see. Okay. That I'll talk about later. Yeah. yeah. There was lots of stuff there. So, uh, I, you know, we, just to go through where we were in the show, we had this along with, uh, so Dr. Klepper, who is Cameron Morello, Cameron Morello, who I guess is the ethicist. Yes. <laughs> Cause it wasn't actually said. He's a, I, a, a human actuarial actuarian. Yeah. Uh, kind of. You does, know, does an assignment of value of human life. What, what was his VSL? Yes, the value of statistical life. And I actually kind of enjoyed this character and how he presented what he does when what, to the initial person he talked to. I wrote that guy's name down. It really was irrelevant. Um, like the Jeff Bezos type character. But yeah, the, the super, yes. um, super rich guy somewhere that has um, a car accident and uh, yeah, gets... It, uh, the 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 argument he made was very similar to it, it from the movie Fight Club because that was what the guy at Fight Club did was he basically figured out how much it was going to cost to have to retool all the cars versus the number of lawsuits they were going to deal with. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, it's like eh, we can do it and save lives, or we cannot do it and save three hundred fifty million dollars. You know, or you know, the difference is one hundred twenty five million or whatever. And yeah, uh, and and I don't know if any of that data is true, but. Let's well, there's, say there it. is some to it because the other math they throw at it, and, and we're yeah. not going to get into the ethics, but the, the the math they throw at it is 
yeah, sure, they could do it, but that other 125 million that they don't have to spend that is therefore saved is people's jobs. Right. Yeah, and that, you know, that's that's the other stuff that kind of gets thrown in there, you know, people's yeah, lives, he, people's lives, and that's where he's going, you know, and and he didn't he break down his whole yeah. yeah, he didn't break down his whole formula exactly for us. He just kind of gave us a overview as to what it does, but I'm I'm sure you know, he, he, he did show when showing the sheet to this gentleman uh, indicated that there were probably dozens, if not hundreds of uh, statistics and said, you know, at the, the ones I circled at the bottom are the ones that matter, you know, and yeah. in this case, they, they were irrelevant. You needed to know the outcome, not the details. Yeah. Right. So basically he provides a service to eliminate a problem by... You know, I, I, you make yourself a, l a little better, and I'll take care of your problem for you. Is basically what he did with this. It was a Digby Tamerlane was the name. I think Tamerlane was the name of the guy. That's what I wrote down. So I'm like that, I'm yeah. assuming that's right. Uh, so basically, told that guy because initially he's like, you aren't worth more than this bus driver who yeah does charity work, but. If you save some some of these jobs, you're going to move to Malaysia. You put them in Detroit. Now, all of a sudden, you have higher worth. So we're assuming he did that uh, because uh, the ethicist went, went ahead and what he needed to do. Yeah, killed the witness. So, uh, and he's incredibly. I I don't want to say I liked it, you know, but I liked the scene when he killed the woman. <laughs> Because just how cool and collected the way he is. He's just, it's all statistics. He was explaining the statistics to her while he was killing her. You know, just, you know, the statistics of people slipping on floors and all that. Just this character I thought was well written, is what I'm trying to say. I really liked how he was. He was well written and well executed. Right. Yeah. I didn't, uh, he didn't get joy out of it. He was just you know, doing, yeah. You know. I, I, I'm not saying I like the character. Like, I, hey, I can, it was, I'm all it for was, that. It was appreciation <laughs> of it being, a well-executed well villain, yeah. yeah, and 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 we often don't get that. Uh, sometimes our villains are just throwaways, so it's nice to have a villain that had had value for the episode, was good in the episode, but also had value for the story arc, as we'll eventually learn. Yeah, um, it, it, he pointed out at the, at the conversation at the end and in, in the the trailer, or whatever it was, you know, along the lines something we said weeks ago. Would yeah. they really have crossed paths? Um, you know, well, were, they, right. were they really going to be in post-op together? And he pointed out the exact same thing. So I think we have a writer listening to us. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I I mean, it's absolutely the right thing to say. I mean, you're talking about a guy who does this in secret. The goal would also be not to let his uh, patients even know who each other are. So yeah, it was actually it was... kind of arrogant that they thought that it would be that easy. Thinking that, yeah, they shared a post-op bedroom together or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, he actually, he answered that exactly how we indicated. Uh, so good on that. Uh, so, come on, what, what do you have? What uh, kind of stuff do you have about this one? And we'll we'll, we'll get back to this whole psychiatric warden a bit. Uh, about him? Um yeah, we'll stick with his storyline for now. Yeah, yeah, the, the great line that he said, which was the... Um, Oh, not John Wayne. What was his name? Um, 
wrote Tom Sawyer. Um, Mark, Twain. not Wayne Newton. Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. Uh, lies, damn lies, and statistics. Yes. Um, you know, right there. Uh, what else do I have in here? Um, well, we got to um, see Liz actually kind of doing a red type thing. Yeah, she. Yeah, and they and they and they called out. They called she out on it. Doing yep. a red type thing. Um, yeah, she fooled the FBI. She gave them the blacklister. You know, it was her blacklister, as a wrestler called her out on at the end, not yeah. not Reds, and uh, they were doing work for her, uh, and she even kind of played them a bit, giving them the wrong phone number. And I was wondering if it'd probably be pretty easy for them to figure it out, and unless she transpo, I, I didn't look at the numbers closely. Did she transpose the like numbers? Transpose. I'm like, oh, sorry, I wrote it down wrong. She could have, yes, clearly said that, but she immediately caved into wrestler. Uh, and will this lead to wrestler having a little more value? Because now he's going to have this conflict. Yes, because we've yeah, seen re- we've seen wrestler wrestle with conflict before, and uh, with, with these things. And this will be something he, that's probably going to bug him that he's going to want more answers. You know, eventually yeah. he's going to say, "Listen, I can't do this for you anymore. You got to tell me what's going on." You know, if I'm going to continue to lie for you, you got to tell me what's going on. So that'll yeah. be coming. That that this setup for that. I did. Um, I, I had a, an issue with how easy it was to to catch him. Oh, um, I, know. I know. We always was, say that every week. <laughs> like th- this, this guy. I mean, this is what he does. Is statistically, people get caught by making this mistake and that mistake. He would know these types of things, you know. Right. Uh, um, we we had Arm barely in the episode, and he was there to do some magic computer work to find the guy. Yeah. I I, you know, did some kidney transplant database research and found out that this is probably yeah, him I, I there was a jump there that i didn't understand and i'm like oh i missed something somewhere or he there blew was, right you know, through it but basically he just he did some magic to move the plot along is is what we'll okay. leave it at it really was irrelevant how he narrowed it down and uh found <laughs> this guy but uh Navabi I, was i mean other than standing around during that time had no input yeah. in the episode so we can just kind of throw the two of them out this week yep. I, I had one one thing, and this is a big thing that I wrote down at, at the end, and I highlighted it in my notes, and I and I bolded it, and I underlined it, and we have a uh, it when they when there, there's a Thunderdome dilemma. But I'm I'm calling this the Thunder okay. Thunderdome dilemma. Explain. Liz and Jennifer arrived in two cars. They left in one car. I know. <laughs> Two car enter, one car leave. I know. Uh, and I'm like, what? Something's wrong here. Uh, yeah. I wrote that down too. And they were leaving as the, they could hear the sirens, which means yeah. th- they were close. And if the FBI was going to do a little bit of a raid on a guy, I don't think they'd be coming in with sirens blasting. Not the FBI. Nope. They would They would do like how Liz approached, knock on the door or just... Yeah. You know, hammer thing through the door and get on in, not do what it was that they <laughs> did. Pizza. Yeah, exactly. Not with the uh, sirens blaring. Landshark. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was whatever. I, 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 it was, I don't know. Um, I almost was like, is he going to stage this? Is this going to be a fake death? That's what I was wondering. I mean, they, they spent a lot of time on his, um, uh, on the bag 
you know, that he was zipped up in when he was going yeah. into the corner. I was so. waiting for a twitch or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they spent a long time, uh, a long camera shot on that. And I, yeah, that's what I was wondering. And I was also wondering, what was he going to get the gun in order to attempt to shoot her to force her to shoot him? Uh, but again, you know, he. Or just go, hey. I'm not doing shit because as soon as they show up, I'm just going to hand them one of their own and they're going to let me walk. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> He's got leverage. Like, by the way, one of your own was just in here and she was pulling some shady shit. You want to know about it? You, you need to let's get an immunity deal going here. Right. Does uh, he really need to watch the blacklist? Yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, does he really need <laughs> that when it comes to his life? The, what he does is statistically probably the most relevant thing in his world. To, to hit, some hit. extent, they could almost use him on the inside. He could be a, an asset um, right. if that's the if that's the way his head works. And he would view himself very high on this list of yeah. statistical value because he's, he's provided. Upset. He's only at number ninety one, right? Uh, <laughs> right, with the service he provides. So yeah, it it's, was. It's like that that numbers game or whatever. But like, yeah, like I said, well written, well portrayed. There's some holes, as we always say. Uh, I do apologize if I'm getting all that's right. I started to as well. Week, so, uh, but yeah, kills himself and that's it. I was wondering about the phone. I didn't actually. I I had forgotten actually to that point that she gave him a different phone number. I figured that would come up, but I had actually was unsure what wrestler was looking at the phone for. But it came full circle there. So, uh. And and then we had, you know, a little afterthought stuff with just Jennifer worried about Liz. You're you know, becoming just like him. Yeah, would you have done this had you not met him? Well, had I not met him, our lives would have been completely different. You know, I never would have met you. I wouldn't have known that this guy, you know, that Raymond Reddington was my father. I wouldn't have known any of this. So it's kind of a silly question to ask. Always two there are, a yeah. master and an apprentice. <laughs> Everything got to this point due to what's <laughs> happened to us in the last five-plus seasons. So, yes, it's Star Wars. You think I didn't learn a few things along the way, you know? Right. <laughs> um. So, okay, let me see if I got anything else on that storyline. I don't think so. You have anything else on that? Uh, Not on that. I mean, they're going to uh, go find uh, Margaret Renard. Renard. Who was the nurse? Margaret Reed Renard. Who was the... Uh... Or Margot Reed Renard, I think is what I wrote. Oh, is that? Okay. I got Margaret. I may have, I may have done it wrong. I wrote Marguerite. So that's what I had. Uh, but she's the nurse for Dr. Kohler back when those surgeries were going on. So this guy okay. and Red. So they'll find her eventually. Honestly, let's move forward and try to find her next week. I don't want to forget about her for six episodes, and then we circle back. Uh, but I have a feeling we'll, we'll forget about Jennifer and Marguerite Renard for a couple of weeks. That's my guess. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, so we have the other storyline was Red going to uh, get a psychiatric evaluation to see if he's competent to stand <laughs> trial. Uh, go, goes to Springfield, Missouri. I've been to Springfield, Missouri. Uh, I don't know if they have a federal psych board there, but well, the Simpsons are take place, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, S Springfield was originally uh, Springfield, Missouri, <laughs> but then they or the 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 elementary school was. 
Okay. As the principal Skinner once said, this was once the greatest elementary school in the state of Missouri until they picked it up brick by brick and moved it here. (laughs) (laughs) Is it like Springfield is like every state in the union has a Springfield or something like that? Just about. Yeah. It's a pretty popular name of uh, a town or city. Uh, So uh, he uses a lot of uh, red uses a lot of great double talk with the psychiatrist, just kind of making fun of all the little tests and, and, and standards and all that, that she's going to use to try to evaluate his sanity. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> the Rorschach test that always makes snake and genitalia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, th- she nailed him. Well, right. I mean, and that, that was the key, you know, when, when she, after she had completed her evaluation, basically said, you're living a double life, uses the analogy of him being an imposter, uh, you know, kind of talking about the introvert trying to be an extrovert or something, which is what she was doing. But oh yeah, now she nailed him all. Exactly. He's not who he says he is and is leading that double life or just leading that one life now. And, uh, yeah, she, she nailed him and, you know, we get these little teases every week with somebody saying something that kind of lends towards that. That's been the theme of this season. Uh, you know, who is, who is Raymond Reddington? Will the real red Reddington please stand up? Exactly. So we're, we're getting, we're, I mean, we'll get there, but you know, every week we're just getting these little teases for the audience. It's not so much for, uh, those in the show. Uh, he makes points that he doesn't get angry. He gets even. I like that about him. Oh, I, I liked that. Yeah, he did the, yeah. My father was a good man. Um. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, he basically got this transfer, set up this whole psych evaluation just so he can meet with Atticus Roderick, who I felt we saw before, but we didn't. Uh, I looked him up. I, I felt like that, that, that name and character sounds like somebody we've seen or heard, and I just don't. The actor hasn't played in the blacklist to date. So at least according to his IMDB credits. So we don't, I I don't think we've met him, but it just felt like a name that we've heard before. Uh, Yeah, I can tell you exactly what it was. What was it? He's sitting there watching a bunch of birds, Atticus Finch. Well, yes, (laughs) but I meant the, before we were watching birds, (laughs) just that, uh, we got, know that you just saw a dude watching birds and then he called him Atticus. Yes. (laughs) But that was his real name. So, uh, but yeah, he's all doped up. So we get this whole, uh, this little red moment of swapping the meds, uh, which isn't that easy to do, especially with somebody who has to have his meds every three hours. Uh, you, you wouldn't be easily distracted if you're the meds person, but I would assume they're probably done by duels anyway. There's probably two people, um, right, in a situation like that. Just just somebody making sure that someone doesn't charge the cart, knock the whole thing over, and yeah, you know, one wheeling it around and and filling the containers or the cups, and the other yeah. one actually handing it out and confirming that they've been uh, yeah. taken. So, yeah, a little little bit of a change there for that, but uh, yeah, he swaps it with some Skittles, gets him to come out of his uh, his stupor that he was in because they had him completely doped up. Uh, he wants to fly. Watching the birds. And uh, yeah, basically just Red needed to find out a name of a friend. 
and we get that that pronoun game, so, that lack of a name. Just tell me, we I need to know how to get in touch with our friend. And we don't actually find out who that friend is because we get told a different name that Red well, doesn't know. It was, I, I got the, I need to get in touch with our friend because I need to know how to do something. I need to get in touch with our friend. I need to know how to do something. And I put together that Atticus was basically fully schizophrenic and Red needed to talk to the other person. Oh, interesting. And that person knew the information. Interesting. Like that's I'm how a- Red knew he was. That, that's what I, I didn't kind of pull that out to the end until he, cause he gave him the name Shiro. Who would our friend go to? Who would our friend go to? And he said, general Shiro and Red accepted that. Interesting. You know, taking the uh, multiple personality aspect of it. That's interesting. I didn't pick up on that. That's a good call. Uh, I, I, that was I, I didn't get it till kind of the end and I'm like you know what all of this and red taking too much in stride um and needing the other side to come out I like uh, that I like that's a that's a that makes it a lot smarter I like that uh other than why wouldn't he just say hey I need to know where yeah, not Dembe but you know some name yeah. I need to know where somebody is uh, yeah, it was like he knew where it was. It was the other personality he needed because the way he thinking about it and the way he worded it is, I need to talk to so and so. I need to talk to so and so. It wasn't where is he, it, it, except it was more along the lines of I need to get in touch with him. He's uh, in your brain. Yeah, I, need I like that. that. I, I like need that. that person to come out. That was what I was kind of getting out of it. I like that. Let's go with uh, that. We're going to stand by that. That that that's smart writing if that was their intent. So I'm good with that. I'm going to, I'm going to make that their intent because they need some <laughs> smart writing. Um, yeah, <laughs> this was, this was actually, I, I do. I mean, I do think that's kind of what it was. And I think it was a pretty clever episode on a lot of levels. Oh, I um, thought it was, I, yeah, I thought it was actually fairly well executed. Uh, you know, I, I'm fine with little issues here and there in every episode. Cause we can nitpick the hell out of every episode as we've done for five plus God. seasons now. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, the, this one actually was well paced. It was a nice, uh, set up episode for where we need to get to because we haven't really escalated forward any and we got you know we got the liz jennifer storyline and the red storyline at least moving forward with goals they each got names that they need to go find next so we know what their what their plan is because up until this point we were just kind of hanging in limbo with them i, I want to point out something and i've noticed red do this before um and for some reason in this episode it was really really pronounced when he gets i don't know i don't know if uncomfortable is the word he has this weird mouth twitch no it's it's like it's like half like yeah we're doing mouth faces to each other on camera (laughs) just go watch the last few minutes of the conversation that he has with the doctor okay and you'll see basically the 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 right side uh, he'll do this interesting okay. you know, uh, twitch and it was right about uh, when she it was what she was calling him out yeah you know um, you know you have the ability to distinguish between right and wrong um, and he made some comments she goes yes but you're not the doctor yeah we should yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that line for some reason just just maybe I'm reading too much this is what we do yeah uh, so now we thought he was a lawyer and we thought he was could he be a, a doctor. Okay. <laughs> could he be a doctor? <laughs> yeah, it's so. No, I like it. Uh, we get the uh, 
But yeah, we get this General Shiro. Uh, Red goes back to his prison cell with his rat. Gets a uh, cell phone so he can communicate with Dembe. And that's nice kind of to move things along. Just so we don't have to have letters back, you know, little notes back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, tells Dembe we need to find... Uh, Did you find General Shiro? Ch check yes or no. Right. Um, <laughs> yes, no, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> one, of those little, one of those little... Dembe, I didn't need your grocery list. <laughs> And that's the. I don't uh, need an apology letter. I need an answer. <laughs> the red says that's the next name on the blacklist, and amazingly, that's next week's episode title. So, uh, we're at least moving along into Red's name next, and I hope we get some movement on Liz. I just, even though yes, we're still early in this season, I'd like to see this thing escalate. I don't want this to just drag on to find out all the answers in the final episode. I think I talked about that a little bit last week. You you got to start giving us some stuff. So, you know, you, you, this week's episode was teased as the man who knows who Reddington is, and he didn't know anything. So yeah, he was like, I don't know how that is. Right. Uh, so, you know, get, get, get us some information because I'm fine with all your reveals being at a certain point. I mean, again, you want to keep the viewership. So there's, there's a plan here, but I'm fine when you get to say, if it's a 22 episode season, you get to episode 16 and that answer is revealed. And then you have, you know, the concluding manhunt after that, and the story kind of changes a little bit. Just and everybody starts dying, and yeah, everybody, yeah, you start. Don't you know. follow the formula too much. Is basically what I'm saying to NBC's writers here: is don't follow it too much and and hold all your cards to the end. Uh, and just start start giving us some stuff so that we have something to chew on. One for us for the show because we'd love to talk about it. Uh, because right now we're just guessing, but if you the more little bit of information you give us, it gives us something to talk about. It gives our listener, our listeners and your viewers something to talk about. And yep. that that's that's what we all want. You know, we don't that's want to be dragged. Yeah, we don't want to be dragged to the end wondering. Because then, like I said, we all have ideas on how we think it's going to end. And ultimately, most people are going to be disappointed. And, and that's a shame because it's it's been a good show to this point. Let's uh, hopefully give us something in the next couple weeks that helps us move along. Uh, you know, why, what, what do we need General Shiro for? We don't know. We, what, what did Red need this guy for? We don't know. Um, but I know we got jury selection is what's next on the trial docket. So I wonder, uh, you know, if they'll do something to play with the jury, stack the jury. I, I, I wonder uh, if they'll, if, if there's going to be some sort of use of resources or a blacklister that could somehow uh, fix the jury in a way. Poison it, yeah. Yeah, whatever to make them on Red's side. I mean, Red, Red's got a lot of resources around the world, and if, if he hasn't lost any of them, there's probably people that can help in this situation. We've learned that this world, there's a lot of organizations that are much bigger than we all know there's probably somebody who can help in that. Yeah. I mean, what an ideal name for a blacklister is to have, you know, somebody who can actually fix juries. Yeah. That would be, that would be a type of person who should be on the list. So we'll see how it goes from there. Uh, any other thoughts, any other theories as we move forward? Um, uh, I have Thunderdome dilemma. You're not the doctor. Uh, Atticus Finch. Uh, I prefer mind control, maybe x-ray vision. <laughs> um, not cheap, just ethical. 
do, 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 do. Uh, Nate and Ted's RV park, Rock Creek Park. Um, yeah, I, I did write all that. that. Yeah, because I, I know where it is. Yeah, because uh, that was where uh, was it Chandra Levy? That was where she was killed, wasn't it? Uh, was it? Yeah, I, I mean, gosh, I watch a lot of shows that happen around the Beltway, it, which is, I mean, real yeah. news. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, I, I, you may be right. So, all right. Um, I had uh, the, the, the lies, damn lies, and statistics. Yeah, Rorschach genitalia. Okay, yeah, I think I'm done. Right. Well, let us know uh, if you got any other things uh, that you you picked out of this episode. Certainly, give us a uh, uh, send us an email. Uh, blacklist at podcastdb.com or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. The Twitter with uh, thoughts there. Let us know what you got on this episode and uh, give us some uh, some reviews on uh, Apple Podcast if you got your show there. So that is going to do it for this week's they, uh, episode. Is there any other places they could listen to us? I mean, I've searched for shows and it comes up on various players that i think just pull from the various feeds do we do any other shows wink wink nudge, oh, do nudge. we do any other shows <laughs> oh yeah i was wondering if there was just any other places they can get this show i'm like why would they they're getting it already oh yeah we do other shows and i'm trying to get him to plug our other shows sorry sorry <laughs> uh yes uh you could check us out go to podcastservia.com and you could check out our show that we do where we just kind of talk pop culture uh things that interest us do a little beer discussion and uh uh, things like that uh, and also a show that we we didn't uh in the past but it's still out there if you like the movie scott pilgrim versus the world we did a review of that uh movie minute by minute so each episode is reviewing just one minute of time in that film and we did a hundred and the episode is longer than a minute we only review a minute and it was crazy and it was fun yeah yeah we did it was about 100 112 episodes i believe because i think it was a 112 minute long movie so there's lots of stuff there. If you like our analysis on this, we we analyze to excess in that uh, for that movie. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched that movie since because I know that movie inside out. So. <laughs> yes. So, so yeah, uh, yeah. Check out those other shows and let us know what you think. So that is going to do it for this week's episode. I'm Brian. He's Dave. And we'll see you all next time. Good night, everybody. <laughs>